0: Hello, my name is Chinanya. I am a member of the congregation here at Holy Trinity and it is my pleasure to bring you today's daily devotional. We're looking at the passage of Luke 22 verses 47 to 53. This tells the story of Jesus's arrest in the Garden of Gethsemane. In this story we hear of Judas Iscariot arriving at the Garden with the uh, Roman soldiers and he betrays Jesus with a kiss. The disciples are in disarray. They don't know what to do. Some of them scatter immediately. One of them strikes one of the soldiers and cuts off his ear. But Jesus remains calm. He actually heals the ear of the soldier and then allows himself to be led away, to be um, arrested. Over the last year or so, I feel like I've learned a lot more about disarray and I can relate to the disciples a bit better. In 2020, we had a sudden pandemic, whereby we were put into lockdown and our lives and what we had come to know was thrown into disarray. And it might not have been because of the COVID-19 pandemic, but a lot of us have found that our lives have changed significantly over the last year. So what do we do when we face a situation where the things we rely on, the people we rely on, let us down or betray us or fall apart? The temptation is to do the metaphorical chopping ears off. We act without really knowing what we're doing. We get defensive. We try to fix things. And in our fear and our determination to get things back under control, we often find that we've actually made things even worse. Well, the first thing I learned from this passage and from the past few months is that Jesus never actually taught us that life was going to go smoothly. He didn't come with a prosperity gospel that says that if you believe in me, everything will work out fine. He actually taught us the exact opposite. In John chapter 16 verse 33, Jesus said, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Jesus is saying that We will definitely face trouble, but what he does promise us is that if we continue to believe in him and follow his example, we will find peace even in the midst of any kind of trouble we face. Interestingly, in the verse before that, in John 16, verse 32, Jesus predicts exactly what ends up happening in the Garden of Gethsemane. He says to his disciples, a time is coming, and in fact has come, when you will be scattered each to your own home." You will leave me all alone, yet I am not alone, for my Father is with me. Jesus warned his disciples of what was coming, and in doing that, he also told them the solution to the problem. But they chose not to, or couldn't, understand what he was saying at that time. If we compare Jesus' reaction in the Garden of Gethsemane to that of his disciples, we see that the disciples did not know what to do when they faced that time of trouble. They attacked, they fled, whereas Jesus remained calm. He was even compassionate enough to heal one of the people who had come to arrest him. And then he accepted what was happening next. He allowed himself to be arrested. How does Jesus find that peace in such a difficult time, in such a challenging, frightening time? The answer actually seems to come from the verses before. In Luke chapter 22, verse 40, Jesus first of all says to to the disciples, pray so that you will not fall into temptation. But unfortunately, when he comes back, he finds that the disciples are asleep. Apparently, they are exhausted from sorrow, and they have fallen asleep instead of praying. And that is often what, what we find ourselves doing, at least what I find myself doing. When I feel overwhelmed, the last thing I feel like doing is earnestly praying. I might send out a superficial prayer, but actually I just don't seem to have the strength in me to pray and earnestly cry out to God. Whereas Jesus does the opposite. Verses 42, verse 42 says that Jesus prays, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. Jesus's prayer and his actions actually remind me of the serenity prayer. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with it, at least the beginning uh, section of the prayer, and I have found it a very helpful prayer over the last few months. The part I'm more familiar with is where it says, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. But then the prayer goes on to say, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, taking as Jesus did this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may have reasonable happiness in this life and supreme happiness with you forever in the next. Jesus modeled exactly this. First of all, he prayed to God. And in his prayer, he trusted God. He accepted the hardship. He said, thy will be done. We all know, really, that we learn the most from the hardships in our lives. We grow the most from the challenges that we have faced, not from the easier times in our lives. And that doesn't make it easier for us to face those challenges but it's important for us to recognize the importance of facing those kind of hardships and difficulties we need to learn to accept hardship instead of constantly fighting against it hardship is the path accepting hardship is the pathway to peace that peace that passes all understanding In the beginning of the serenity prayer that I've just read, it does say that we want the serenity to accept the things we cannot change and the courage to change the things we can and the wisdom to know the difference. But in the midst of our fighting against the hardship, we often can't find that wisdom to know whether we should be fighting or whether we should be standing still or what on earth it is we're supposed to be doing. And I find that I'm so busy fighting against the situation I'm in that I cannot accept the peace for God to give me that wisdom. Without peace, we are like those disciples. We're striking out on the one hand and running away on the other. And it actually feels in that situation as if, if we accept the hardship, we're giving up. We're giving in to the enemy. We're allowing people to bully us or we're allowing the world and the enemy to overcome us. But actually, that is not what accepting hardship is. Acceptance is not giving up. It is creating an environment of peace to receive God's wisdom. And in that peace, the solution to the situation presents itself. And Jesus demonstrates this in his actions and what happened to him. In accepting the hardship of the crucifixion and trusting in God, Jesus found the wisdom to understand God's ultimate plan, He found the peace, and God provided him with the strength to fulfill that plan. And in doing that, he was victorious. Jesus conquered death. And so for us, in summary, when we face hardship, first of all, we have a God who will answer our prayers, and we need to cry out to him so that he will strengthen us in that time of hardship. And then we need to accept the hardship as a means of finding peace within that challenge and once we find that peace we will have the wisdom to see the solution to the situation we're in and then we'll be able to overcome whatever that situation may be and so in closing i just want to pray that serenity prayer over all of us as we go through whatever situations that we are in god grant me the serenity trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen.